What up? What's popping? Welcome to the country. Man, just had me well, hype, man. I ain't heard this song well, in a minute, man. Well, um, I ain't heard this song in about two months. Had me Mac, on. Look, Mac don't know nothing about that, man. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> why you want to play with me, dog? <laughs> I, I know about Mr. Funky 40, man. What you, what you mean? Man? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. Okay, yeah, man. You know a little something, a little bit. You know, what I mean, I, I, I'm not a connoisseur like yourself. Yeah, you know, hey, we gotta get it, man. Yeah, man. It's so it's hump night again. There you uh, go with that humping stuff. Oh, hey. I've been watching too much Mason Cam for all that. <laughs> some some what that? Yeah. Okay. It is it. what it is. Podcast. <laughs> you been filling up some Mason jars? What you say? Yo, that's what I thought I, he said. Mates and Cam, bro. Come on, oh, man. I thought he said Mason Cam. That's what I thought oh, he said. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, those are some preserves over here. But anyway, um, y'all tonight we got uh two special guests, uh, a couple, a duo. Um, we're bringing on um I'm gonna go, I know I won't say owners, but I would say um pioneers of Spencer Farms. Um, you have a professional driver, you also have a cosmetologist who make a perfect so without without with further ado, no further ado, we're gonna bring on Fallon and WC Spencer from Spencer Farms. 
Yes, sir. Yo. What's up? What's up? What's up, Kenny? I like the intro. Like, I was doing two line dances, like, real quick. Like, <laughs> that was good. Appreciate you all. Appreciate you all for the invite. We are honored to be on Sticks and Stones. Mm. That's an honor. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. So, what would y'all like to know about these old country boys? <laughs> one, one country boy. Got me a country boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, First of all, get started. What's up, bang bang, night? How do it, baby? We all right. Feel me? Good. I ain't lying. Everything drank good out of a nine cup. You feel me? Ah. Boy. I, I ain't I ain't got no nine to cook. Let me see. You can't see. You, you know what? But, you no, I got. Let me see. You can't even see the jump, but it say bang on. <laughs> <laughs> Just so they know what's up. They know what it is. Look, um, we're gonna go ahead and jump into it, y'all. We got we got some questions for both y'all. Uh, okay. We know y'all been busy lately. Um, know y'all getting ready for this fall festival. It's coming this weekend, so we ain't gonna try to hold y'all too long tonight. But uh WC, I got coffee in my cup. Don't know what you got in yours, but if it get too long, when it just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the spring you water. You know. <laughs> okay. I got you. <laughs> so so for the people that don't know, uh, and I guess y'all could take turns doing this, but uh starting with you, Doug see, tell us uh where, where you grew up. Man, I grew up, I'm originally from Como, Mississippi. Um, born and raised. Uh, Spencer Farms actually comes from my father, late W.C. Spencer. We started this in my, I grew up farming since I was, I mean, a little boy, two, three years old. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> don't tell us, don't tell us none of that yet. No, nah, okay. Just, just tell her where you from. And and what their upbringing was like for you. Not like that, cool. You could have <laughs> no. Nah, the the only reason you hey, me out like this. Nah, I had to so get no, into it. Though. I didn't want to let you get too far <laughs> into it, man. Because then, then I ain't gonna have no questions for you. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but look, let me I gotta see, okay. catch you before you get up and get my questions out. I'm ready to come on, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> Fella, where, where you from, fella? Oh, everybody knows you. Oh, you know, cold water, the best. Naturally cold. <laughs> yeah. Now, we, we gave our children the rules before, like, 8 o'clock came. Like, don't yeah. come around. <laughs> don't on this side of the house. But, oh, well. you know, the sun. Trying to be in here before the, the night. baby. It's yeah. all good. But, <laughs> you know, I'm born and raised in cold water. You know, the finest. Yep, 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 yep. That it is, you know. Well, I mean, it's it's all right. He know. had to have one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he <laughs> likes somebody cold water in the fella. Cold. Almost. It's all right. Almost. I mean, it's simple. C O M O. Simple. Exactly. Almost. <laughs> you know, simpler than that. Almost. Yeah. Um. Start with you, WC. What in what ways would you say um, your upbringing shaped how you approach life and relationships? Man, can I go? I need to do. I need to shorten it up. 
Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay, then. I didn't know, man. You say two minutes. Like, you know, <laughs> look, I got to do it. How long I got, man? I got hey, to do it. Hey, you got all night. You, you got, got all, all night, night, man. This your oh, show. Okay. No. Hey, 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 if, if you if you start getting to another question, we'll just kind of cut you off. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah respectfully, okay. and we'll lead you into it. So go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing, man. Bring him, you know. I grew up, you know, mother, father. Uh, I got two sisters. Uh, I'm the baby. I'm the only boy. Uh, just hard work. That's all I knew growing up. Um, go to work, come home, take care of your family. That's all I ever known. And that's all I continue to preach and live by. So, you know, growing up in a farming family, you know, all you know to work and take care of your family, come home, you know. So that was the principle that I live by. I instilled in my kids and everything. So um, some things, you know, I mean, it just, it's just instilling. So, you know, I mean, like I said, Como, Mississippi, and just, you know, trying to, like we all trying to do is just trying to, you know, get to the next level in life, you know, so, so yes, I didn't go too long that time, didn't Matt? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, right. Go ahead. I, I can't. You know, let me live it down. <laughs> hey, look. Check hey, one look, out. Madeline, we got some questions for you, too. Yeah, we got some questions you too, Madeline, so don't, don't, don't feel left out, but you nah, know, I we're not as familiar with WC, so we, we got to get him out no, of the way that's first. Good. That's good. I like that. Uh, right. I'm glad to see him, you know, be noticed, you know, for his hard work because he, he really been working hard. So I'm, I'm really just appreciative to be by his side, you know, to see, you know, him, you know, elevate like this. So, yeah, that's dope. Appreciate it. So, um, WC, you were starting to tell us about, you know, you coming up and being in farming with your dad or whatever. So, yeah, as you were, as you was farming coming up, were you guys doing mostly produce? Were you doing animals or a mixture of both? No, we grew up pr primarily just doing agriculture. We just did primarily wheat, corn, cotton, soybeans. That's pretty much what we did. We didn't really, when I was a little boy, my father, he, you know, was often like had to make the hogs or something, but that was just something minor, but our main thing was primarily just like soybeans, cotton, wheat. Uh, we didn't pretty much get in, in the animals or anything like that. So uh, that's what we cut our teeth on, you know, pretty much, like I said, beans and stuff. So like I said, since I was a little boy, that's all I, you know, pretty much ever known. You know, I was on the track when I was like four or five years old. Uh, I mean, five years old, I had to trail my father to eat field. I mean, I used to have, I literally jump up and look over the stern wheel and jump down, hit the brakes, and try to hit the gas. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's like you had to grow up. Yeah. You know, we yeah. learned how to drive in, a, in probably 100 acres of land in open field, learn how to drive, a, you know, a car, a tractor, a truck. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm rooted in. I mean, that's where my family rooted in. So uh, when I, you know, decided to get back into it, um, it was just like, everybody knew it was coming you know because one thing about it is you could take the, you could take the tractor and all that you could take the boy from there but you can't take the that out the boy no matter where you go you know and so mm -hmm. and that's primarily you know where my roots and everything started so that's all i known you know since i was a little boy you know so i feel like we we've been on here about five minutes now i mean the clock say 11 but we we had the intro and all that um, and I feel like I know the answer to this question already, but I'm, I'm asking anyway. Uh, who would you say your biggest influence was growing up? Who, me, me, yeah, you. Oh, my, my father, 
Yeah, dad, my dad taught me everything I know. Like that, like when I when we was growing up, I mean we was together. I, you know how you all know as guys or whatever, or just in general, when you used to go to school and kids be like, "Man, I ain't seen my dad." I got sick of mine because I couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm talking because he taught. You gotta think. My father was a school teacher, a farmer. You know, uh, it actually that's what the police are. Dad did everything. Yeah. So, like, the thing about my thing about dad was. When he got out of school, he was out of school for the whole summer because he taught school. So, you know, all other kids, man, they had, they was waiting on, you know, y'all, I don't know, y'all remember May Day? That was like the last day of school. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. man, was ready. They get a chance to and hang out with their friends. They the go to free lunch. Man, I was sick. You know what that meant? We can go to the <laughs> Going to the field. It's going to be hot out here in this cotton fever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember, man, my first four-wheel he bought, brand new four-wheel. I mean, that was nice. We brought it home. Dad let me make one round in the feet, one round in the yard, and told us to put it back on the truck. And we took it straight down there and put it straight in the cotton field to do five spring on Johnson Gray. I also made hey bagged all my cousins. I got new four wheels. Man, they ain't see that four wheel all summer. I was down there clogged in, man. Be so so you what pop showed you what to do with it. <laughs> it, was, it was a different world, you know. My like the kids now they got it made. Like when I was Growing up, man, dad, my sister, I mean, we used to go in and spot spray seven, eight acres of land, like Johnson Gray. What I mean by spot spray and pump spray, my father, you live up, you used to leave us a five gallon jug of chemical and, and a thermal jug. And that's how it was. So you get out there and you walk and you spot spray. So the three one folder was a, that was a blessing because you didn't have to yeah. walk, here, you know. And so a lot of times, man, when I was growing up, it seemed like it was hard, but my father was teaching me that that's how life gonna be you know so you you can't give up on stuff you know you gotta work hard mm -hmm. i used to have all the time i used to have all, all my life i heard sayings all the time you never had nothing unless you work for it all the time you never had nothing unless you work for it you know and so i mean it, it's, it's in my life now you know i just i worked the same way i did when i was younger so you know i mean just the whole country life yes sir i like it and fella, I wanna I wanna flip Max's question to you okay. and just talk about you know who who some of your biggest influences coming up in, in, in the great city of Cold Water. My dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh I love my dad. He 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 I was raised with my dad, you know. I we brought we it's crazy because we raised differently. He had his both of his parents and I grew up with one of mine, you know. And not that I didn't have my mom in my life, not saying that, but my biggest influencer was my dad. And he taught me how to be respectful and how to live my life, you know, like a lady. So I respect him and, you know, and like, to me, that's that's one of my biggest influences. And and I probably would say Coach Fiverr. <laughs> uh, he was a big influence too. Uh, in my life because pretty much the same thing you know the way i was raised with my dad so just me and him growing up too you know it just you know it just followed the old footsteps so from so, there speaking to coach Bible, um can you just talk about his impact you know you said just like your dad he was a big influence on your life can you talk about his impact and, and what he meant to you as a coach uh -huh. and, and a person in general well, for him, he he taught us not to quit. Uh, like right now, like can't 
it's not in my vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? I might feel like I don't want to do it, but like I still hear him, like those teachings that he taught us in the gym, like I still like I, I follow those rules in my life too. You know, like he 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 always taught us not to quit. He taught us how to stick together. You know what I mean? Like working with a lot of females, being on a team with a lot of females. That man like taught us how to stick together no matter what. It was times where we didn't even know why we didn't like a person, but Coach Powell taught us how to come together and we still pulled it off as a team. So like he just taught me that and I'm like that to this to this day. Like even in my working field, like now when I was in corporate. I still knew how to work with people, even if I didn't like them. And I know I had to go in there every day. I knew how to work with that person and leave and go home, you know? So like he taught me that too, you know, not to give up, you know what I mean? How to work together as a team and just, you know, never quit. So, and, and, and not say you can't do anything. Like people just need to stop saying that word because you can do whatever you want to do, you know? So, yeah. <clears throat> Not to put you on the spot, but um, as we're talking about Coach Five, you know, people always say, this person was here, I'd say this to him, or I'd say that to him. Mm-hmm. If you could say anything to Coach Five, with him being the biggest influence outside of your day, what would you say? I would tell him I wish I would have been a basketball coach. Because when I graduated school, I graduated college as a computer uh information like I was like in computer systems and so I went back to Coldwater to teach and I did that for a while doing remediation with kids and I was with him every day and he was about to get me through this program and he was like come on I want you to do it you can stay here but like at that time in my life graduating college and wanted to like make some money $900 a month wasn't gonna get it (laughs) trying to like like giving my life like that's hard and like kudos to the teachers because you don't get nothing working with kids eight hours a day sometimes 12 14 hours a day because you got practice you got games you got this you got that and then you get your check at the end of the month you're like but but it's better now you know that was what early 2000 you know but like Still like, so poor. Yeah, but you know, I wish I wish I had a did that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's better now. Hopefully, get better going forward because um, I'm still a believer of teachers should get make as much money as the doctors make. Man, they should. I hate that for teachers. You know, like I said, that, like that. these teachers, they play a big role. They see our kids more than we see our kids just at nighttime. They with our kids all day. And I never understood how, how judges make more than teachers, and teachers talk judges. Yeah, I never right. understood that. Right. Like yep. everything is totally. My father was a, a teacher, and honestly, to tell you the truth, the only thing that teaching got out of it was like a good retirement at the end. But you got to spend 28, 38, 20. He spent 28 years. You know, it really wasn't just a lot of money. You know, I mean, that's the reason why he farmed. Uh, taught, I mean, worked he on cars. So many other jobs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. ran the bus route, did everything, you yeah. know. So, and he yeah. told me that because, you know, like, I mean, 
he said like i because i didn't get a chance i was a, i went to college but i was a college dropout so you know i went to maria green college went there my first semester and when i got out of school i was like you know dad i said man i'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and get my degree i'm gonna do it and one of the most things one of the, the most powerful thing he told me was he said well you know i'm gonna tell you something he said you can go get your degree but that's for you because i want you to know now you're gonna spend four years getting a degree and you might find a job and then when you do find a job you're gonna start out making the lowest of everybody because you got to work and get your experience so he was like you know what a bs degree means you don't i mean it, it's not like you can come out and just make a lot of money yeah so i said well and one thing he said you know long as you grow up in life and you be a productive citizen society that's all i want yeah. so that's what i you know thrive you know thrive for you know just you know schooling is good but sometimes schooling is not for everybody but yeah. it's because you didn't go to school don't mean you can't make it in life you know because yeah. i know more got degrees no offense to any i'm not trying to talk about it but but i i mean i know more work degrees man they, they dollar journal work you know or they at walmart not knocking no job but look how much student debt you got going to school and you ain't do nothing with it. yeah you know, yep. what I'm saying? you know so just because you got a degree don't mean you more than anybody i got family think just because they got a degree they you know are a little bit more than the next and i make three times what they make but hey it my, is what it is man say that <laughs> I'm a college, you, know, you know what? Now I'd be ashamed because I'm a college dropout. That's bad. Eh? <laughs> out of college. He made way more than enough. <laughs> but uh, de de definitely, definitely agree with all that, man. It ain't for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. But now, you know, like I teach kids, they education is more. You know it, that's what's more important, important. Yeah. but you know we had two kids and, and big boy and you know sometime man long as you you know something it just ain't for everybody you yep. know and one thing about matt you know my father man i wish i had to stay with it because i look at matt how he did it my father was in my ear man when i was 15 years old yeah he was like hey look because i guess he felt like i know you probably not finna do all the degree stuff so he like, I'm gonna get you going Air Force. He said, he was telling me you go there, you work 20 years, you get done at 37, you'll be retired. He had me. I'm talking about dad. I'm like, dad, I'm gonna do it. My cousin though. Cuz you gonna sit up there miss all the parties at, at, at school? I'm gonna go be out in the army. And I, man, I said, you see that? So I mean, I, I really wish I had a one on because like I said. And I, we, I, we went to all the school parties. I know, and then look, I'm telling you, funny. my cousin was in Air Force. I told him about it. He said, "Okay, so you mean Tim, you didn't go in the Air Force?" Cause he was like, "Man, we partied in in Japan, <laughs> and we partied in Guam. Like, you know, you partied yeah. just at the little school down. Yeah. That's all y'all." Yeah. 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 I wish I had a, you know, stay. I did. I I, I had complaint, but I just wish I kind of had. A, that's one thing he told me. I wish I had a kind of follow suit. Cause I've been, I've been like Mac now, you know. I've been, yeah. I just hey man. Oh, uh, but. Look, look where you at though and, and, and you ain't on here for nothing exactly. well, uh, we, we be going down our list and, and we had to look at some stuff and like man that, that resume ain't updated we can't bring them on yet yeah. or, or this and that in the third and so like you here because you doing something and, and it means that. something thank y'all yeah, I, I sure appreciate it you know it, it feels good that you know just have a 
you know, have people behind you that support is big. Even if you is, I know Stella told you what to say, but even if you is a little country ass boy from Como, Mississippi. Yeah. And then I'm gonna tell y'all something. <laughs> And I be trying you these big words, and man, it don't even sound right. So I just got some money to hear with. Cool. I'm just country. I mean, you know, I and can I got on when we get ready on this podcast. I'm gonna be trying to like, damn, oh, need, we, we about sweating. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, I need to be professional and stuff. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yes, from the army. Nice to meet you, WC Spencer. But no, man, I'm like, cool, I got you gotta be yourself. Man. Yeah, you gotta be yourself, man. Oh, man. Look, that, that, you that's know what I said. Like, on my own, like, I ain't from Como. That's man, what you know? people love, though. <laughs> hey, you really here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was trying to see where I was. So, you know, after all we covered already, how did y'all meet? How did we meet? How did this little story happen? Hey, man, we probably be talking about Spencer. <laughs> I know we gotta get this. We gotta get to it. Hey, if you, if you don't want to disclose it, you know, Nick, hit me with the next question, man. Hey, nah, man. It's all love. Nah, <laughs> I had, see, I had known Fallon when we were young because I went to North and Old. And she was a cold war, so I ain't knew her, you know what I'm saying. But you know how you know a person, but you don't know a person, yeah, they, just passing through. They know of you, you know what I'm saying, like you know, some friends, something I knew she would, you know, maybe would tell her or something like that. And I knew her that like that, so I didn't know her, but I knew of her right. same way. She knew me, but she didn't, she know of me, but she didn't know me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I made in both tick. No, no, they see each other. Years later, like when I used to shoot north, and I used to come 20 some years come later, cold water. I used to see her. People water. see me, I guess, at you know practice what or yeah, whatever. Because yeah. I mean, I stay, I mean, cold water. And I ain't gonna lie, y'all. You know, they had a little thing on Facebook they put on there about the pretty girl. Get y'all cold water. Cold water got the prettiest women. I'm sorry. Oh, Listen, oh. I right here. Well, I had to come back to marry me one. I always like cold water. Cold water good enough for you. Like free. And so this here. And Shut so, up. Thin stones make break my bones. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. I mean, so uh, it's just like you know, we we what happened was I had seen her for years. Man, and then, years. And I'm telling you, on Facebook. It was man, Facebook that brought us. I mean, I just you know what I'm saying I had seen her on Facebook. Us. And so, you know, how you, you send a message, like, hey, how you doing? You know, so she said, hey, I'm still, you know, nice and everything. So I was like, you know, you still, you know, you still pretty. I was, oh. I was, yeah, yeah, I was like, you he know. Hit me with the steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, she going to be like, oh, man. You oh, know, now, let me tell you how first question he asked, though. Look, let me tell you. Hold on, let me get finished. Let me get finished. How many kids you got? Nah, let me tell you what's funny. If they come back and say, you still handsome? That's it, cool. Go on, go with it. Come, you gotta go on, go with it then. You know what I'm saying? So that way, you know, we went back and forth, and you know, it was just like you know, kind of met up for like lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and man, she been sprung ever since. <laughs> Come on, yeah. you know, just that pimping. Them using that DM. I let them have it. I let them have it. It's just that pimping, man. <laughs> That that back when you ain't had no app for messenger, you had just had to do it through. No, Facebook. it wasn't no app. Nah, it wasn't was no app. app. It was real. Like yeah. Facebook had like really just, just started popping. Like I said, I hadn't seen him in like 
20 some years like we was out of high school i was in my career we was we yeah. was gone by our lives really we was what like 27 26, 20, 27. Yeah, about 27 yeah. years old. But see, I had a, I had a priority that she didn't know about. Yeah, I didn't know. You got she was a, trying to get Well, me. you got to think, man. I'm 26, 27. Man, I had my first house. I should have known when I he had, asked me if I had, I had kids and I said yeah, no. I, I mean, should have known. You ever know it in life, you have everything, but you're missing something. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, man, I'm talking about, yeah. like, I'm single. I got my, I don't have a bachelor part. I got a bachelor crib house. Yeah, he already had everything. his own. Then, I mean, savings i mean because i ain't doing nothing and then you get tired of going to club every weekend club all the time you know what i'm saying and so yeah. you know sometimes man i think I, I went to church one time man i was like well you go to church all the time and so i just asked lord i said you know i'm just gonna put it in your hand and you know by trying to you know meet anything because you get tired of going to club meeting it because i'm telling you clubs get old and they i feel sorry for people out here dating serious yeah. heart the day seemed bad back then. It's worse bad. now. You go to the club, you see the same folks in there every Saturday. Sometimes they wear the same outfit. You look like, damn, don't last Saturday. So look, look. We ain't gonna ask you. We ain't gonna ask you wear the same outfit. But but look, let, let's let's fast forward. Let's fast forward though. Okay. Y'all y'all got married. Y'all got kids. How many kids y'all got? Two. Two kids. Boy, okay, girl. Awesome. Boy and a girl, and they look girl just like you found. Thank you. Nah, yeah. nah, 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 Thank nah, you. nah, 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 nah. He won't <laughs> look like him. She look like a daddy. Like okay, okay. Like, that's you all. probably just got bad lightning in the picture. So, uh, but yeah, but with, with the kids, you know, y'all day to day, y'all day jobs, the kids, mm -hmm. the farm, you know, how do y'all manage that and make it all work together? Man, uh, one thing I will give to my husband, he always make time for me. And when he's off, we sit on the porch and drink coffee. Uh, when we do have downtime, we 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 communicate too. We communicate real, real heavy. So uh, managing everything, we just, just we just go. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like yeah. repetitions now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at first we didn't have kids. Like we both met. We, neither one of us had kids, and we did everything together. I started family. And then and when kids, we got the kids, we did that together. So it really don't feel like anything changed. It just feel like we just kind of making adjustments. Yeah, yeah, adjusting to it. So. Well, see, I learned that when I was young. One thing, Dad, I don't care how big we were, my now, you know, when I was younger, you know, South Lamar used to be nice. And so my mother used to love to go to South Lamar. You know, we used to go to mall, go to, you know, like Piccadilly, eat that place to eat, go shopping. And I just remember, man, daddy will get up that morning at four that morning. Daddy said, Big boy, we're gonna have to cut it short today. I already knew what that meant because that meant mama said we need to get ready to go. Mm -hmm. So daddy, no matter how busy he was, he can cut it short. Yeah. That's what we call cut it short, meaning that you're gonna have to go home, you gotta get up, do all the work you can get done by one o'clock, two o'clock, because we're gonna come home, change clothes, we're gonna get ready, and we be a family. Mm -hmm. Like we always went out like that. That's yeah. how no matter what. He gonna spend time with us, mama, and just as a family. So for me, no matter how big I get working with freight, what I've been doing, you always gotta spend time. That's what you got to do. You can't get so tied up in your your business, tied up in working that you don't spend time with not only her but the kids and everything. You know, yeah. one thing I've learned, that's you know, losing my father, you know, this work gonna be here when you dead and gone. That's just simple. No matter what you're doing.
no matter how much work you got you did and gone it's still gonna be here so you know in yeah. life for sure not while you're here you need to spend all the time you can you know yeah so um you know a lot of people get it twisted a lot of people can see y'all and think that you know everything just comes easy uh for a lot of couples out there can you can y'all share some of the obstacles or challenges that y'all have overcome as a couple oh that's a good question you know i think for us man you gotta think and i you know i guess you all you are you you married too yeah so you all can relate to what everybody's saying the thing about marriage marriage is like this when we grew up you looked on the tv and you seen this happy i mean everything is joyous yeah. all the time yeah. the, the daddy come on said honey i'm home he's been around and get the kids stuff is everything is wonderful life's not like this you know so yeah. you, you're not gonna get along all the time yeah but one thing about it is when you both in it together yeah. you notice this be in it together then no matter what you go through yeah. it's gonna be all right you know and so the thing about it is uh for us you know just communication you got to talk you can't get mad and don't talk to each other two weeks yeah. or three days that's like a council it's going you know what i'm saying and that's when outside and anything can get in your influence because you ain't even communicating it could be something very small you know and so you know that's pretty much it you know so and then she's from <laughs> I, mean, you know, I mean i'm just saying you know i mean, I mean you know she just like them come on she just like it obstacles too but like i do feel like uh communication did like hip it you know and god yeah. too yeah yeah god for real you gotta know man y'all in it for the long run. this ain't and a lot of people what a lot of people get married now and this is what everybody out here need to listen to don't be getting married for Facebook likes, okay? You okay. get married, y'all, and look, you really like this person. Because the thing about Facebook is, I've learned is people living life, living lives. that they don't really live. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And what we feel like is, we don't care what nobody think about us. So we're not living for everybody. I'm telling you. For us. Mm -hmm. So whatever makes us happy and what makes us good, that's all that counts. So, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just you know how it is. Right. Family, family is everything to me. I didn't know you were no preacher too, man. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, everybody hey, talking about Kobe Bryant, Cub, man. Can you come? Yeah, Can you come home, man? You need to come, in, come, come in, eat. Come in, come over here, eat. Come over here, eat. You, all y'all, come eat with us. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna have need a recorder over there for all them quotes y'all gonna get. I don't want to speed by too fast. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He said you got to know you in a, for the long haul, and don't just be getting married for Facebook likes. And when you mad, don't be changing your last name while you still mad yeah, on Facebook. Don't be doing that. Don't change your last name on Facebook while you still mad. Wait till you feel good again and see if you still want to change it. But then you <laughs> hey, folks in your business. My thing about your business, and we ain't need to know that. Uh huh. But, yeah. but if you if and you get mad when you ask them, they're like, You all up in my business, but and you then, put it, you put it, <laughs> but you, they, 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 
they was ashamed of their middle name in, in, in school. Yeah, but, you know, I, 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 I primarily, if you're doing it, you're doing it for Facebook. You want everybody to know what's going on yeah, in your life. Yeah, you keep know? people out your business. Yeah. You know? And now I'm gonna tell you the main thing. The main old thing, man, the old main man told me this a long time ago. Keep family out of your business. That's the main one. Boy, keep family out your business. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about mama. I'm talking about dad. I'm talking about all of them. Keep them out your business. Them. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because them be the worst one. Because they don't have your side regardless. Yeah, but you got to keep them out business. Keep them out that business too. Business plans. They, hey, they'll talk you off the ledge, man, when you're trying to make moves, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Hey, I, I feel like we're going to work. You ain't gonna be able to do that. Man, <laughs> hey, all right. This is the last time to tell you something. I ain't gonna tell you nothing yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, you gonna, you gonna hear about it. Hey, look, you said yeah. you said uh, you said in for the long haul. I saw something the other day where um Angela Bassett said her husband told her, couldn't be Vance said uh divorce is not an option. So no, uh, that, it's, it's, not, it's, it's kind of my mind here too. Because yeah. um and, and I know we 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 about to get to the Spencer Farm stuff, but just want to call out while we here live, we got followers. We need to get back to the black family structure. We need and to WC, get back WC to been speaking about it. Yep, WC been speaking about it all night. Yeah. All night with, with, with the direction he's gotten from his daddy. That's why I love him like so much for real because like I'm down for that, you know, like being but together that, but forever. That, but you un- know? unfortunately though, man, that 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 is coming to be extinct. For, it's, for, it's, for it's, us. Yeah, for black, it, it, mm-hmm. for black people. The strong black male with the family, I'm gonna tell you something that was always a threat. Because the thing about it is when you have your you know family unit, you know, that, that that's a strong, powerful thing. It's strong. And so nowadays people not in it for that. They in it for likes and all this stuff, you know. And so, you know, that strong family unit in the black community, man. I, I just hate to tell you, man, it is extinct. Because we, 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 can, we can get it back, man. We, we still got me, you. We still can get it well, back, Matt, but, but have society, yeah. But like, seriously, yeah, but like society our society family going, and our kids, like yeah. they will at least know what to be looking for. Like Elon, Jay, like your kid, your boys, like you teaching them how to respect a woman and, and look for that woman and like look for like real women out here. Like, yeah. stop imagining the fantasy. You know and what I mean? That's around you. You need to really at look at the woman. Hey, Dr. Dr. Cedric Jackson said, hey, when you're looking at IG and TikTok, they did 30 takes to, to get that video that you like. That's they best them on that video. And have you ever seen somebody on Facebook and when you see them in real life, you say, this Nah, that mug. No, she lying. Every day. <laughs> no, she lying. Every day. Man, that mug be this small. You see it, that mug be wide as the door. Did you eat it the last time you clicked? It's double wide. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> oh, y'all. This been so good. Yeah, that, 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 that was a good little five minute event right there for all of us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, the, for the married guy, for the strong yeah. black married guy. Yeah, one time, one time for us. one time for the strong black yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it up, man. Give it up. Hey, hey, we, hey, we, we still out here, man. We still out here. No, you ain't out there. <laughs> yeah, you, you right. You right. <laughs> we, we ain't extinct. <laughs> yeah.
We, we just need more cameras in the right places, though. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. The this cameras ain't in the right it. spot. Like this, you doing it? You doing that? You showing these people and like you know, when I do see you guys, family, and with your family, I love to see that because I want that. Like I want that for eternity. Like that's I can't do nothing. I, like I, I don't like when people think they can do everything by themselves. Yeah. And when you all mean no man, I don't need no woman. Yes, you do. Yeah, <laughs> you need it. Rather, it's for a companionship. Cause like I seen my grandma be with my granddad all her life till he died, and it took her forever. Like when he when he died, she had one little friend that would come over there and watch news with her at five. She'll fix his plate, and he left by seven. But that's it. You know what I mean? But it was just that companion. That you need from the opposite person. Yeah. Couldn't get that from us. She couldn't get that from her children. She couldn't get that from anybody. She had to get that from Mr. Clark. They came at five. Well, watch news. Well, goddamn it. Some have me there. No, 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 goddamn. Mr. Clark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clark ass out of there. Clark my ass. No. <laughs> Damn. Hey, Mr. Clark, man, you got to How old my people? Only Mr. Claw, we know don't lean on me. Okay. Mr. Claw. Ain't lying, Mr. Claw. <laughs> Cold ring. Cold ring. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Steve, before we jump off into uh to the to the meat of uh Spencer Farms. So you've been at you've been a part of the FedEx team for over 16 years. Uh you won a presidential award in 2017 for maintaining an outstanding safety record. Yeah, I do my research. Damn. And uh, look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it Joy. So I was just gonna say winning such an oh, award. Hold on, hold on, hold on, you forgot 17 safety awards for 17 each year of safety awards, 17 years. My bad, my bad, my bad. 17, yeah. We going in year so, 17. Yeah. So yeah. winning uh those awards speaks to your dedication and your commitment to excellence. Mm -hmm. So share your thoughts on what it means to not only sustain a career, but to excel consistently in your profession. Well, you know, uh, when my father passed abrupt, you know, suddenly like that, I knew at that time, you know, you had to try to figure what you're going to do in life. And so um, at that time, I was 20 years old. We had about 2,500 acres of soybeans to get out. Uh, all the equipment broke down, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna tie this together, Mac. You know, hey, look, we tied together. I gotta give him a backdrop on this. Yeah, so my, your thing, bro. So my, so, my thing about it was, man, when you had that guy that just was just everything. he took care of everything, what is gone now? And at 20, one, at, at 20 like that was. That was my degree for me. That was my, when my mother, you know, kind of get me choked up, but my mother came to me and said, I'm proud of you. That's, that was it for me. Because my thing about it, my father suddenly passed, man, I was 20 years old. He had broke down. He had every piece of equipment we had broke down, surge. Everything. I mean, from the combine, we had cotton, we had, we had all our combines, everything was broke down. I mean, he was servicing it. So at 20 years old, I had to, go back on what I learned. But for years, I didn't know he was going to pass away. So I had to go back on all them years of what well, I was being you. told. 
And so, you know, it, like I said, I had one guy came and in death, man, I'm telling you, some life change. Your best friend, you think your best friend, he's gonna come out here, your best friend with something happened. And my dad's best friend, I thought of years, he was gone. And I had one guy named Lonnie Johnson, I hope his family out here. He came down there and he helped me. And uh only thing he would take is something to eat. I couldn't give him no money or nothing. He said, Your dad was a really good guy. And he, you know, he 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 just meant a lot. And I just want to hear he farmed too. And so at 20 years old, man, I'm I mean, I'm running it. Like I like we got it out. It was like right at about 2,500 acres of soybean. So we got all that out. Now we got all that dead. Now I can mourn because I couldn't mourn because we had to get this done. Mm. And so after we, you know, after I got a chance to do that, now what, what I'm going to do now? That's what I felt at 20, like 21. Like these kids, not 20 years old, enjoying life. At 20 years old, I'm like, man, what I'm going to do now? You know, what are we going to do? So we had to primarily the land and stuff. We primarily subleased it where we just leased it out. And, uh, you know, to farm and, you know, let another, you know, village, he came down. He's been a real good, real good, you know, uh, farm or whatever. And so we did that. And so I just thought about life, man. You got to do what supply and demand, you know. And so I'm looking at I didn't want to do factory work because I tried factory work out for about two years and it just went for me. You know, factories closed and lay off. So I'm looking at it in life, man. You got to have something that won't go away like something that's, that the country got to have and so that's when i ventured toward the trucking you know like trucking whatever so it just it just shows you how crazy i was i'm like 20 i went crazy i guess i'm at 20 21 years old let me and, and i'm gonna tell you you know how you get the little income tech it's been a long time ago now you you know how you get your little you somebody give you their child or whatever man i got five thousand dollars i thought i was rich so i, I worked down at carline man when that chick came i walked in there and told them folks y'all had this job <laughs> and i went to i went to commercial driving school down at uh at uh tupelo uh it's called commercial cdi commercial driving school and i stayed down there for three weeks and i did that and when i done that all the over the road companies man they want you to run three weeks at a time and all mm -hmm. that and i just that's nothing i wanted to do you know and i what it was i was going i had me a, a 85 auto car and i was gonna give me a rock book and i was gonna start on ground that was my whole intent on doing and man you know me and my friend we fell out about the truck and so i got in with you know hauling concrete because my mother uh classmate ran a concrete plant so instead of running road and stuff, I started uh, hauling concrete, you know, mixers or whatever, about four years. And I'm gonna tell y'all, man, it was it's hot, it was muddy, it was just a hustle. It wasn't nothing that you can, you know, raise no family with. And so I'm all nasty and stuff, man, you know. And I remember, never forget, I'm, when I go, I went in this store, and man, I seen the FedEx freight driver, man. I'm talking about this might smell like curd, cologne. I'm talking about clean. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I walk into the girl, I'm getting thing, man. She know his name by heart and stuff. You know what I'm saying? She's like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, I'm looking at this ragged country truck. I tell about to quit. I ain't got no air conditioning. This dude clean. So I'm like, I want to do that if I'm gonna drive. Yeah. Uh I ran across one, they was doing a driver apprentice program. And uh I applied, didn't make it, applied, didn't make it. And I ran across one. I said, hey, man, you know, I'm just trying to get a shot, you know, if I can try to get on with freight. Because one thing about this trucking business, man, two people going to stand at the end. And those, the letters, the UPS and FedEx, they're going to be around when everything is gone. They just they just run it. That's just how it is. And so 
I got a chance to land an apprenticeship what they you know you pretty much come in and you know I had all my life I had everything my head I had everything I just didn't have the experience with the trailer you know I didn't have experience with it and so if you mess up one time whatever they'll just pretty much tell you you know you can just maybe apply for the dog and so I was blessed man I went through it and and, and you know made it through it and uh I tell you like this man if if, if we part ways tomorrow said it, it's been the best job I could probably have like I, it is, you know, it, with anything you first start now. I mean, it's gonna be some BS. You gotta come in all type of night. You gotta do all. Yeah. This. It's a seniority based job. So yeah. the more you move up on the seniority list, the more it's easy. So now you know. I look at the guy just coming in. They doing stuff I was doing nearly twenty years ago. You know, mm-hmm. 16, 17 years ago. I mean, now you know. Primarily, I just get up and ride up and down state line all day. I don't go nowhere. It's, seriously, not. man, I gotta go to uh, by here. I'll be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like, that's too far, bro. I'm like, like they sent me to Olive Branch, dog. So man, I had to go to Olive Branch. Last year, I eat down at Five House. He got his specific. Yeah, I eat at Five House sub. If that's why I eat so at like, Five House. So like, when you say consistent and. <laughs> Those words, yeah. he lived. I, 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 I eat here if I eat my lunch. I'm going to do here if I do. Like, it's the that's same thing. Branch, you switch it up on them. It's like, oh man, man. like, man. like what's going on? And then they knew I was mad. I walked out there and ain't speak to nobody at the house. I just walked yeah. out there. Right. I get a truck and trailer. No, I can't get a truck. You know, like like I said, you know, thing about it is, like I tell anybody, man, do not waste your time doing something you don't like. Don't want to do. Don't do it. Life too short. And I'm gonna tell you something about the company. They don't care nothing about you. Do not think they give you them little wars. You nice to be that tomorrow. Somebody that's gonna be in your spot. And I worked in a factory. I worked in a factory. I worked down there for three years in a factory. Now it was Carla. I know in Santa Tobia, man. I just I could not do it. You know, I didn't like being cooped up. I didn't like nobody, you know. I mean telling you what yeah, you I just didn't like they blow a wolf. Like prime example, you out there, it takes you 15, it takes you five minutes to get to the break room. They give you a 15 minute break. So that means your break start when you leave. So when you get there to the break room, yeah, five minutes and you got to get back. So you really don't have a five minutes to sit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just I just never, you know, I, I just didn't never want to do that. You know, and so um, that's the reason why, man. I and I get, I get the daydream real bad on the job, and that's why I've been here so long because they never really gave me a chance. Because you never know what you gonna what I was gonna do. I didn't know if I had to hook up and run run the road. I ain't know how to run the dock. I ain't know how to run the city. You know, so okay, I've been talking long. No, you good, man. You good. Hey, but, well, but she me, so I don't know. Y'all get cold water over here because she paints me. <laughs> but before that, stand right there. Uh, you know, a, a couple years ago. Uh, our people spoke about you know the trucking industry and the shortages it was experiencing and then though there's still a shortage statistically i think i looked up today it was like eighty thousand drivers or so uh people where we from in our area they they think the market is flooded what, what's your take on that my opinion about that man is like it, it, it levels to this like you got people that's on operators you know that they, they they pretty much like contractors so they you know they they gonna be different you know because they got brokers they 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 doing it i got partners that they pretty much own their truck and they putting them up 
career so high and they said right now the rate's so bad it ain't even worth hauling you know what i'm saying and so uh, i've been blessed man i i can't really i could just you know see what i can what i hear about partners talking but you know when you with us it, that don't really affect us in the mm-hmm. LTL because i'm in the LTL so like you know like older men LTL or roadway UPS freight what it used to be those are our competitors so for us man when the economy fail we still run so it yeah. don't really affect us like that like we're doing COVID you yeah, probably was more yeah, busy we were to doing me. COVID we was wide open yeah. you know yeah, and, so yeah. my thing, and so my thing about it is it's it, it's it is like that because let me tell you everybody trying to go get a truck that just hide it everybody think oh i'm gonna get my cd and i'm gonna get rid it don't work like that mm-hmm. you know it, it's dedication to it because let me tell you something you get your own truck man and i've seen guys man jump out and get their own trucks and they making five six seven eight thousand a week but they ain't thinking man i got to put this money back because if this motor anything happened so they at the club kicking everything and all that they blow two tires you know steer tire shoot but seven eight hundred dollars they, they need two thousand tires and they they out they they they, they trying to borrow money but you demand eight thousand dollars that week you ain't right. think about you get up that morning you crank it up and it drop i had a guy man that man he got up that more truck running fine and he got up that morning to crank it up and uh some with the interior in the uh in, i think piston had dropped some of your toes it was like eighteen thousand dollars this is okay right. but now but now the truck was generating you twenty four thousand dollars a month but what was you doing with it you trying mm-hmm. to go out saving and be on facebook and all that so if you don't have that mindset that this is I got to take my money out. If I make eight, I got to pay myself eight hundred, a thousand dollars. I put the rest of the truck, put fuel in it. It ain't gonna work for you, you know. Yeah. It ain't gonna work for you. But for me, my whole journey, I wanted to be a rock hog. That's what I always, and I'm finna be. I'm gonna be one. That's why I told Fallon, you know, uh, I'm a, you know, I I want to be on my job twenty years. I want to do that, and that's nearing it. And what I mean, rock haul is going to haul gravel and sand and dirt because that's what I got my license to do, yeah. you know. But the Lord, you know, seems different. And I'm not, I don't have any complaints. I mean, it's been great. Freight been great. Been able to get everything, you know, been able to take care of my family like I, you know, wanted to. But I'm one day I'm going to get back in, you know, like what I want to do is like, you know, haul gravel and rock and stuff like that. And so, uh, just that that when it comes down to that mac man it it is it, so many trucks out here and the problem is man like people like partners tell me okay you haul for if let's say that that that, that normal load pay 1500 and so all y'all get together so man we're not pulling for that but you're gonna have a couple more come in and say man i i i, I gonna do it for that you see what yeah. i'm saying you know it ain't worth it like that you know so race uh, real like, yeah it just it just like that man so when you get a truck you just always got to remember man that's a hustle now you got to put that money back you know and so mm-hmm. uh i just been fortunate man you know been well met and, and, and been blessed to be with freight so long that i just never had to really i ain't never realized to do that you know so yeah so it's still it's still a shortage out there yeah i gotta diversify your portfolio the ones that ain't getting no you know work it might just be you can't can't wait on your own truck sometimes. well 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 also man look when you got to get out here bro you can't be crying because this is going to you gotta out. work yeah you know you trying to get back home because you know man I, I can't be gone all day bro and that money when that load go you got to go you can't be yeah. sitting around here because you know you, you know 
Some white be talking about you gone all the time. Well, hey, you, you, you drive truck. That's how you make your money. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, a lot of our road guys, man, they go to a, uh, they used to go to a program first because that divorce rate so high. Because all the night run, they back home, but they run at night. Mm-hmm. All the run leave out at 9 o'clock. And so you can't have your wife talking about looking at you finna turn a hundred, a hundred some thousand a year. She looking at the money. Y'all looking at, man, we gonna be, you know, we can. And then three months three in, months she crying, even, saying, you ain't never home. home. With, you, you, you signed up for it now. You can't go back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, you know, it, it, it's a sacrifice with anything, you know. But that's the reason why I just never want to, like, run the road and all that old stuff. But trucking yeah. good. I'm not knocking it. Well, everybody going to get on talking about No. If you got that mindset to make it a business mindset, you 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 can make it in, you know. Yeah, most definitely. That's what I, I, I see a lot of people making it. I just wanted to bring up the other side of it because, like I said, like I did some research today, and it's still a shortage. But then when you look at uh social media and you see a lot of people from our area, and the way um people talk about it is like, oh, it ain't no work out here. It's not this. It's not that. But it just may be the, not the, work the way they're approaching it or what wherever they are in the business it might not be work for this so i i understand i don't want to say i understand because i'm not a trucker but i see you know the ups and downs of both sides of it based on my observations nothing mm-hmm. i've been through so don't you know y'all don't see, attack me. and yeah and see, then another thing with us is man like i'm a truck i really ain't like a truck driver that's what i never understood because like i have guys talking about man i'll tell you what man you've been down to the 195 i'm like hell i don't know what a 195 that i'll be right here on state line <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't know what that is so because you know maybe lost on olive branch yeah i'm talking like what i'm trying to say is like the ltl business is a totally different field yeah like ltl meaning less than a truckload that's what i'm saying less than a truckload ltl like your FedEx freight, like I said, uh, yellow IRC before they went out, uh, yellow freight, I mean, Old Dominion, all this is totally different. This is basically like a job. Like what I mean is nine to five, basically, we, we just drive a truck for that time. It's basically, yeah. you know, like I go in now at what, five thirty six o'clock, and I might swap a trailer down and Olive Branch, come back and swap, make a couple, uh, swap out different trailers, couple delivery time to go on yeah. you know so uh it's kind of different with LTL. you know yeah. we like them people that's gonna be stretching <clears throat> out threefold but at the end of but also LTL make good money so i have to say that LTL make good money like when you're in the yeah. LTL, like these guys fedex free all on they, they make they make pretty good money you know to be able to do that but to like also, be home every yeah, day. Yeah, but also you you got to put up with a lot of BS first. Like you got to work your way up, and that's all of them like that. And you know, mm-hmm. you so most you know, jobs these days. Yeah, yeah, most of them kind of like it. So you know, and so yeah, I ain't gonna hold you no more on the trucking, man. I know we we got into it a a, a little bit deep. Ah, uh, he can talk about yeah. that. <laughs> I was just gonna go gonna send a message y'all. Y'all stop getting them headsets before you get your CDL. Right. And put a dent in your head. And then I tell you another thing. Let me tell you, and I tell you another thing, y'all guys. Okay, everybody out there. Okay, if your license got an automatic restriction on it, you Uh-oh. Sure you blow that voice when you talk to a player like us. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cause you can't get out there and pop them tins, man, and yeah, pop them, them super tins. Cause man, don't come talking to me about that, bro. Don't talk that. You know, Damn, Pokey, I hope you ain't on here tonight, man. <laughs> oh, Pokey, yeah, so so I'm gonna transition. Uh, Fallon, you, you spoke about your you know your stint teaching, um, what that you did at the school. So, how did that evolve, or how did that lead to into you, um, diving into cosmetology? What led to that decision? Um, I've always been into like style and like dressing, different type of hair. Like I've always been into that type of thing. Like I go back and look at my yearbook and I'm like, man, look, look how look how we use a dress. But like I've always been into into that. And I've always been into like looking up to uh women somehow. Uh I like for women to teach me things like seasoned women older women so when i got into it that was my goal like i'm gonna I'm I'm do older people here because they stay consistent and they want to stay young and they want to do this so i just love being around people like that so me transitioning into hair was something that i always wanted to do but didn't know it was my calling at the time yeah. like I went to school for computer science i did that and I wanted to go to hair school right after college. Me and Monique was going together. And my dad was like, you need to go to college, which every black family from down our way, that's what they wanted for us because we seen how college. it was going, you know, and they wanted they wanted to see us evolve, you know. And But I always wanted my own business. And us being, like me being a silk, you know, cuz know we love to work with our hands. If you ain't working on cars, you're working on heads. Like that's just that's just how we, you know, how we was grow, how we grew up to be entrepreneurs and to get into the business. So just transitioning into hair, that was just my goal to be like, it was really like my fashion goal. Like I was like, I'm gonna get in here and, and you know and do it like this. So I've been doing it for like 15 years now. So I, I mean I love it. And like I said, I just love. The people that surround me, cause I I learn from people. I learn I like learning from different people. So being yeah. around different people, that's what it do for me, you know. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> and also she opened her first. We was blessed to own my own salon. Yeah, I do. I have my own salon. I ain't know that. I got my own thing. I'm not boastful like that, but you know, I am grateful. You know, I've been wanting it for a long time. My husband really supported me this time. And like when you're going through those things and people that's entrepreneurs, they know you have to stop looking at other people and seeing when they time come because you're you're thinking that you've been doing it so long. Why my time ain't came? And like I just when I really just gave it all to God and just was like, you know. You know that's what i want to do that's when he gave gave me the opportunity to do that so you know now i got my own business and you know it's it's, it's doing good yeah that's dope that's dope yeah. i ain't know that that's so yeah, yeah i haven't put it out there but i and, am and and it is it ain't boasting if it's facts now come on now. yeah it yeah. is facts, come on know? now 
You might right. see me. I'm in. I'm on the chamber. Like I'm. I'm very involved in the city where my salon is. You know. I'm proud so, of her. So I, I kind of boast more than she do. Yeah, I'm he do. You know. Because she, I feel you, man. She really is 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 bad with that craft, man. When yeah. you come down here, good. She for real with it. Yeah. And so, you know, when we first started, I was like, man, you gonna do hair? You yeah. know, you going to school? Because I had my career, yeah. and he was like, why are you doing why that? Why you gonna do hair? Like, you know. And, but when but, he seen how dedicated I was, yeah. he finally kind of like, and then like, like she used to didn't have any clients. Yeah. When she yeah. first started, she got out of school. She had no clients, Nothing. and you go there, and she be practicing on a mannequin every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it just it started from the bottom line with him. That, yeah, that dedication for real. You know I started from the bottom for real, for real. Yeah, that's so dope. Yeah. So Fallon, uh, you mentioned Monique earlier. I know y'all y'all was a few classes ahead of me, and yeah. maybe my memory kind of thrown off a little bit. But you and Monique both were kind of doing hair in high school, right? Right. All right, because Monique right. was braiding and, and yes. you you using stuff. Um, yeah. And your sister did hair too, right? Well, she was crafty. Uh, yeah. I think she could have been a great hairstylist, my sister, because she's yeah. very stylish too. Yeah. And shout out to her because that's where I get it from. Like my mom, my sister, like they coming out smelling good, looking good every time. So like just watching it and seeing it, you know, uh, yeah. Yep. She should she should have been a stylist too, but no, but she she can do it though. Like she was able to, she can whip up anybody hair too. Like she was crafty like that. Yeah. So so my my follow up question is like, is there anybody that you would credit for the foundation of you wanting to do cosmetology, or was it just one of those things that you were like I'm going I'm gonna go ahead and do this? Man, Miss a uh, big shout out to Miss Corrine and Sean oh, Todd. Corrine, run. Like those two women to me, they I were very Corrine. professional. Carla, like it's I live two doors down from her, and like that's kind of where it started. She would do my hair after school, and I would ask, could I shampoo hair for her? You know what I mean? And I would do that. Like shout out to Aunt Carla, she would let me come and shampoo, relax her out, and shampoo people hair while she, you know, while she was doing the work. So like. It all just kind of started from where, you know, you know where I was grounded from. So those three women, to me, that's who gave me that thrive. I love how Sean Todd was just so mild, and everybody loved her. And I love how Miss Corrine was known, and like she was just so popular. And then like I love how Carla just knew the craft and was very intelligent on, you know, like growing these women hair and giving them roller sets and they coming out like a body wrap you know and so those little small things like that like those women you know i looked up to those women far as the craft of doing hair yeah call yeah. probably down to doing a press right now he's probably doing hair right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real for so real. <clears throat> uh see so we kind of mentioned uh spencer form just a little bit uh but just kind of getting into it like as far as the farmer's market portion, how do we get to to this place where we're now doing the uh, farmer's market? Well, I mean, the thing, the thing I'm going to take over. Oh. Well, the thing about it is, man, when I when I got with my family and kind of talked about it, we want to bring something to Panola County, which we out of Como, Mississippi. And so uh, we allocated about 10 to 15 acres we were going to put towards it. You know, for like starting our farm market, 
And I want to give a big shout out to Panola County Planning Commission because they was basically on board about doing everything. Um, it was a learning experience for me because I thought just because you own land, you know, we own land on Highway 51, just because you own it, that don't mean that you can't you can do whatever you want to do. And so uh we had to go before them and you know, and and so we wanted to bring a farmers market to Como or whatever, and they were really on board for that. And so uh as we talked, I said I would like to bring something like a festival, some type of uh, you know, craw, you know, crawfish festival, different festival to Panola County. And uh that just enticed them, you know, they was like, you know because where our be for the community yeah for the community and everything and basically where our property is located right off of major u.s highway it was very it just made all the sense mm -hmm. so uh we started out july 15th this year with our farmers market um it turned out really well every yeah. saturday uh it was i was amazed at how many people come out like that to a farmers market and uh after that you know of course uh even they was on they were like you know i know we pretty much uh proved for you to do like an event so is it so we you know pretty much uh october fall festival is pretty much like the end of the year mm -hmm. you know it's like, like a wrapping everything thing, up from what we did from the, the summer and so uh that's pretty much where spencer farms come from but spencer farms really tied to my day that's where they're coming from um this like this really was established in 1989 you yeah. know when that's when he purchased the land back in 89 uh it wasn't it wasn't easy you know um you gotta understand land is high it was high back then it didn't got just outrageously yeah, high, now. high now but you know i just watch how he never gave up i never seen my father be like oh man i shouldn't know you know we just we it's something that he knew we had, had to have you know and everything like that and so uh about two years ago i just started thinking i said man i want to you know do something so i talked to me and my mama talked mother talked about it and she got on board with it and i said you know i think i want to you know give tribute to dad but you know my father by doing something like that and so spencer farms is pretty much it came from my dad and it came from us bringing something to panola county and something that you know we can you know grow and something that it could be good for everybody mm -hmm. and so uh it's not just primarily for white black it's not it's for everybody kids kids and everything yeah. so that's what we pretty much you know family started it from <laughs> but wc spencer jr which is my father is the original spencer Farms. i'm just carrying his legacy on so uh i know he would be extremely proud oh, yeah. of keeping it on the farm basis because that's yeah. where we come from yeah you know yeah, that, that's and, dope um, and that's, before, what, that's what it pretty much you know pretty much started you know before we continue about spencer farms i wanted to ask a question uh that came to me earlier you spoke about when your father passed uh y'all end up leasing a lot of the land what went into the decision to lease and not sell back then at such a young age or like was you know was it solely your mother's decision like how did that come about knowing like hey we got this land we we gonna keep this land or, or whatever the case may be um because like you know that they were doing that devastating time period a lot could have transpired probably did transpire so like what went into y'all subleasing that out that's a great question it mm -hmm. wasn't an option 
we that wasn't on the table. Like we had, it's it. I, I'm telling you something, man. I, I hope and y'all hadn't experienced that, but well, I know Mac. When when Nate when that matriarch died, like there was a lot of things changed. And uh, mm-hmm. all of the other races, which is Caucasian, everybody was trying to buy. It. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Uh, they told my mother that they'll give us a hundred dollars per acre more than we spent for. Um, they said that that shop, daddy built that shop down there. They wanted it. They wanted it. It was, it was, uh, man, it was, they was coming at us real bad. And I had to get credit for my mother for that because she said that your dad would want it. So mm-hmm. she was like, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're not going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And so she, for the last the 23 years, you know, we, you know, after dad passed, we got a chance. We're blessing to pay every deed. We own every deed to that land. Uh, right at 80 acres on Highway 51, almost 100 acres of, right off a major U.S. highway. That's and amazing. so uh, it just wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not an option now. I have people right. not to buy it, but I, no, I mean, like, it's not for sale. It's, yeah, right. it's a legacy. Like, one day my son, big boy, I'll be hopefully one day he'll be talking to you all about me mm-hmm. or talking to the next podcast about his dad about how he believed in his mama and them using so it just wasn't an option and i'm glad i just thankful my mother was in that frame of mind because you know it could have been i mean it was some, some nice figures that she could be like i'm just gonna sell it yeah but she was like i'm not selling your dad so we're not selling this this is our our land and we're gonna her words our land and we're gonna keep it yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I definitely commend her for that, man. Because uh, yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we 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 know a lot of black people had land. Yeah, I know who who we talking to. We was talking to um Patrick Alexander. He he mentioned how um uh, Mississippi is overpopulated, not overpopulated, but the black population of Mississippi is larger than any other state. It was a lot of black people had land in Mississippi, man. A lot of black people sold mm-hmm. land. Yeah. A lot of black people lost land. They lost land. Yeah. And um, if you look, if you look at, and I'm not, I'm gonna try not to get off topic too far, but if you look at DeSoto County, like the Church Road area, all up and down it, look at all these businesses and stuff that's jumping up right there. A lot of that was black land, mm-hmm. and exactly what y'all did is what we it should do. Is to keep keep that land yeah. because you know if you sell it, you you gonna get lowball, and, you and they're gonna turn a couple hundred thousand into three hundred million. Well, and also let me touch base with that. Problem is, man, the problem with us is, is, is us as black people is we don't know the we we we're not a lot of us was not educated on the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? See the thing about it is we had we have people right now been doing for 20 years going down just for no account to see the taxes paid. See, yep. if, if you got three years to pay your taxes, okay. In three years, you hadn't paid your taxes to come up. They can turn around and get oh, eight, eight nine hundred thousand dollars worth of land for a thousand dollars and turn around and take it from you. And there's nothing you can do with that. Mm-hmm. So you have to be on point with your taxes. My dad was strictly about that, and my mama is outrageous oh, about that. Like if February second, we going down there to take care of those taxes because yeah. the thing about it is if you don't pay your taxes. They can, I mean, people honestly, they waiting on you. They got slip. three years. They go pay on your taxes every year. Every year they pay on, regardless you pay it. So in three years you pay it, they get their money back. But if you don't pay it, they simply take it. And that's what happened to a lot of black people. We didn't know that. We thought, man, you work hard, you pay for this five acres, and it's yours. It don't work like that. You gotta pay taxes. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? It seems simple, but I mean, it's a lot. I know a guy, I'm not going to call his name. His last name is Wallace. I call his name, but he is notorious for doing this in no time. <laughs> he have bought all of our land. Seriously. He the one that came out of my dad that tried to, you know, mama cussed him out, but he came <laughs> up there trying to buy our stuff, you know, but he liked it. He had to, he, he basically took all of our people stuff down. That man got probably, I probably six, seven thousand acres that he got off doing it. Text. I'll tell you this while, while we're on the subject, then we can move on. Um, a few years back, we had a family member who um, had a house on some land, and the family member passed away. Um, her husband died before you know she passed. Then her kids moved away. The grandkids moved. Yeah. Land. The house sat on like three acres. Yeah. So I reached out <clears throat> to a close family member to ask, what are they going to do with that? Because it was up for tax sale. Yeah. I bid on it. I want to bid the, it was the third year on, on the bid. Yeah. So you so, know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so the, the, way, the, way the, the way the process worked for everybody listening in Mississippi, um, they, they've made an electric electronic uh, bid now. So you don't go to the courthouse and stand on the courthouse okay. line and do it no more. You got to go and verify your bank account. That you got money in your bank account. You got to leave a blank check and you go online to bid on the last Monday of, of, uh, of August each year is when they do it. And um, so I bid, I want to be it. Long story short, I left a check over there because the first guy who bid on it died. The second guy said he didn't want no part of it. I left a check to pay the first and second year's uh, tax. Right, right. Along with the third year that I already paid. They did some shites of stuff over at Tate County. And, and, and they called me back and said, the Lord said you can't do that. So they told me that I had to wait two more years uh, before I could claim the property, which I'm like, okay, cool. That's that's all right. I paid I paid one year. I wait two more years. Yeah. Within two weeks, they were sending me a check in the mail. The check in the mail was them sending me back the text that I paid. So mm -hmm. I called over there and asked. I said, hey, what's, what's going on with this uh, this land situation? They said, "Well, um, the guy who um, the guy who died, his wife decided that she wanted interest in the property, so she decided to pay the tax and, and keep the property. So it, it was some shit in the game. Excuse my language, mm -hmm. but somebody at the courthouse basically called to tell this lady, hey, you need to oh, come no, they, they have no, they have them all. They have them all. Nola County, ten times work they count. They do that yeah, all. So, so told her, you need to come pay these taxes." So you can claim this property. She came and paid the taxes, and she sold the house with the three acres on it for over hundred thousand dollars. But that wasn't supposed to happen. Now, it was supposed to happen. But on the flip side, on the flip side to that, that year taught me how to do the process. So um, I actually bid on some property too um, that next year, and I got the deed to that property this past year. So to okay. your point about about the whole tax thing, if you go out there and you do your research on the property that's available. And I'm trying to get black folks to do this because just being frank, white folks been doing it all along. Mm -hmm. But you go out there and you can still get these deeds after three years. You got to wait three years. But I basically bid on 17 acres and I got the deed last year on 17 yeah. acres. That's so how it is. People, people do it all the time. They do it all the time. And they get land worth a lot, man. You just pay taxes on it. And, and I called over and told them <laughs> leading up to that, that me getting that 17 acres. I said, if, if somebody come and pay this, I know something wrong. Yeah. That's right. what I told the guy at the courthouse. I bet you they haven't called you yet. Because they, 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 when I, I got the deed for that one, but I was letting him oh. know that I knew they asked me out of the other property. That was my yeah. family land, my family property. 
So if something going with this, I know something wrong. And I got everything documented. But you know, you have to just stay on it. Yeah, and stay on it. Because we, you know, we had a situation down at the Nola County Courthouse where my mama just went down to the chick and I said, something don't look right. And all of a sudden it's, well, uh, she put it in wrong. Uh, they did this, yeah. they did that. You know what I'm saying? So we had to get the lawyer involved and all that. Then all of a sudden, she got all that paperwork. And then all of a sudden, it went away. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you land, land is power. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't understand. Land is power. Mm-hmm. One thing about land is never depreciate. Yeah, they, they waiting on you to. They waiting on you to slip up. So they, they waiting, on in there, waiting on you to not be on your P's and Q. Yeah, they been, and they've been gunning for us for over thirty. Oh, wait a minute, they got eighty nine. However, about last forty years, you know. So yeah, well, y'all, y'all hold on to it, man. Oh no, we, oh, take, yeah. we make sure we take care of it. No. Yeah. So um, hello, man. You you went back with that question, so we we picking back up on Spencer Farm. Yeah. Jordan, I think you already start. You asked, you asked about the origination, right? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So um, WC, I think you kind of touched on this early on. Uh, about how, how hard the work is or whatever farming ain't easy so um you know do you guys and, and i'm i think i know the answer to this but i'm gonna let you kind of clarify do y'all have workers who work on the farm do y'all family come together and work on it or is it just you like how, just how, how do you manage it well it's just primary though the majority of our land is so leased out so uh we he got he pretty much planted i think last year he planted corn mm-hmm. on it so we primarily run hours we pretty much run the event side for the farmers market and you know like the event we got coming up so for the farming aspect of it, the actual farming and all that we got a uh sub lease out that does all that so he pretty much run that side of it so it's pretty much whatever we do down there is pretty much just family you know pretty much keeping everything up cutting you know, it pretty much just primarily family yeah yeah um farming you know reason why i said it is i know y'all farmers let me tell you something it's truth of the matter farming is a gamble okay let me give y'all a little little, little background on how things work when i was younger per se we might i bring we knew 15 black farms i'm gonna be honest with you before my father passed it made with two still in we have always been against it that's just how it is my father did not start getting any help from the ASC office and all that took probably two years before he paid. Mm. And they've been knowing he can get there for years. Mm. Uh, it just it's just like that. Uh, don't let combine attract the big big 18 will fool you. The bank own all it. Because it's a you gotta understand now, farming, you don't make anything like we make, like we get a payroll and everything. Your payroll is harvest season, and that's it. So whatever you do, harvest season, you gotta put that money up to get through the next year. You see, so let's say that there's a drought or anything like that happen, and you don't make it, you okay, that crop didn't make it like you supposed to make it. Mm-hmm. So you got to go back to the bank to borrow to go to the next season. You see what I'm saying? So it don't mm-hmm. work like that. You know, like I, I, I've seen farmers, man, you think they was balling, and they all of them bankrupt. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had $400,000 combiner, $200,000 tractors, uh, 10 workers. I mean, they doing, you were like, man, they doing, I seen it all my life growing up. And then, and shoot, before you know it, I asked dad what happened. They, they didn't want bankrupt. Bank took everything. The bank going to give you so many years. And after a while, they're going to call their paper. 
And when they call a payment, that means that the majority of farmers can put up all the equipment all for equipment. collateral. Yeah. So guess what? That's going to go to auction. So they're going to come for their money. Call so, that note. Yeah, you're going to have to pay it. And so, you know, if you if you see somebody farming now, it's in their blood. They just want to just, you know, farm. Uh, it's kind of like, big bait. Yeah, sometimes I think about, you know, our property down there, you know, the property right there. Probably I thought about it. You know, primarily just starting back, getting back in, you know, farming soybeans and stuff like that. Not saying I won't, but if I did, it's going to be on a smaller level, you know, maybe five, six hundred acres. It won't be no three, four thousand. It just because it's not set up for like that, you know, with they giving black farmers money and stuff now, trying to get us back in it yeah. because uh, I've had more well, people, people that have held on to that. Yeah, and I, I, I've had so many people reach out through our farmers market trying to get uh now like all corn state university mm-hmm. there they want me to uh open up a greenhouse for mifa you know mifa and everything to feed to the home and stuff like that they have a program where actually they come up and set everything up that they actually need that really bad so you could take somebody man that they actually grow like a greenhouse they grow like and i know it sounds crazy but our first farm mark i seen this firsthand Purple peas and all that stuff sell. I mean, it sell. One of our vendors there, I seen her make $1,000 in four hours. That's how bad she was selling, you know. And so the thing about it is you could take a person with a greenhouse, man, and they will make more money on profit than a guy that got combine of tractors and all this stuff on 2,000 acres because mm-hmm. you got to think. They try to need diesel fuel. They try to get a note. You know, you seize the high. You gotta get all this going. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, it just, you know, farming. My dad knew when I was young. He said, "I don't think that boy gonna do, do that." It, you yeah. know, because I mean, it just. I've seen us. Just had, seen the, well, I, I've seen the I've seen us have cross man where we walk. Me and Daddy smiling because I with him all the time. Smiling, man. Go to the bank, talk to him. We walk out of there, man. My daddy head down bank they they you gotta pay they take half of it take all of it ain't nothing you can do about it because that's just how it is because guess what you got to do you got to turn and borrow for the next year but mm-hmm. all these big shiny 2500 trucks and and 18 woolers and combiners and these folks making money you just don't know man don't you know it's a lot of farmers commit suicide mm-hmm. if you think i'm kidding go and look up the suicide rate in farmers on the page it's a lot of them. I remember, man, dad, it was one. I remember he went out of his shot shed and just put a bullet in his head. Mm. But but if you've seen him from the outside, I was like, why would he do that? Man, I mean, he had, like I said, 34 to work with. I mean, shoot, big brand new truck, 20, 25,000 acres he farming. Why would he kill himself? Because yeah. they finna take everything, mm. you know? So like our thing for us from the farm, it is a farm, you know? Um, we pretty much got a lot of leased out, you know, pretty much the farm aspect of it. But our side is pretty much where we come from is what we're doing is pretty much like events and like farmers market and stuff like that. So that's primarily what we are, you know. So yeah, what's that what's that rate, Matt? Uh well, I see the rate, but hold on, I just clicked on something. I think it was 43 per per hundred thousand. But basically, this statistic says farmers has the highest suicide rate of any occupational group in the U.S. That's true. I would have never thought that. 
Mm. No, that's true. No, I know. I I no. seen it growing up. Trust me, he's, a, he's a history. Yeah, this is. He can tell you about nineteen twelve. No, I, I, like, I will tell you all this from a personal standpoint. I don't know if I should share it, but if my my grandfather was W. C. Spencer Senior, my father was W. C. Spencer Junior, and I'm the third. I'm the only W. C. Spencer that's currently in the black. All of them, both of them, they they in red. Because they, it's so much to give. You got to keep going, man. Because I mean, you old. Like, I'm be honest with you, I can go right now and I can go start. I can go get combine track and everything, all that. And when y'all see me, y'all be like, man, that boy, that's good. You just don't know, man. Every day I'm I'm, I'm taking uh, uh, Pepto Bill all sick because I'm worried this crop ain't gonna come in because I got a forty-six thousand dollar note to make at the end of the year. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I even our even our Zander, the one that I, that we lease it to, he man, him talk all the time. He he he's on the verge of getting out of it because he said just to he said right now it's a blessing just to break even every year. Yeah. But now when you see him, you will be thinking, dang. I mean, because Zana probably got about five, six thousand acres. And I mean, he got all type of combiners, two hundred thousand dollar tractors. I mean, you but like he said, he also got a thirty-five thousand dollar free bill he gotta pay every month. Yeah. You know. And so it ain't it's not the glorious stuff that, that people make it look like, you know. And yeah. so I mean it's had to be something that you want to do. But yeah. I see my father, we make real good crops, and I see him next year didn't even break even and we would leave the bank and i'm looking upside the head while we drive like man you gonna do this again and you know the first thing he said well we'll get ready for next year i'm like damn you gonna do this again like yeah. it, it was just in his blood yeah yeah shout, shout out to the 12 percent of black farmers in mississippi y'all yeah. keep what y'all doing man and uh let's not let's not try to let it get to that point talk to somebody y'all need to yeah yeah it's like that man a lot of people don't know that but it's been like that for years like even our little boy you know a lot of them man they, they i just, definitely didn't know that yeah they commit suicide they man, so they, i wouldn't i wouldn't have thought farmers like if you if you asked me i would i would have thought lawyers or doctors would be at the top of the list i would have never thought farmers farmers no. would have been in my top five no nah, farm i knew farm because like i said the majority of farmers 95 percent of now some of them got old money and not all of them now. Like you yeah. know, these boys they got eighty ninety thousand acres. That's old money. They 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 making that money. They have a compound that's a million dollars. They have fifteen of them. You know, it ain't no thing. But that's not for every one. That's not for all of them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so the thing about it is, man, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure when you got to go on weather and hoping this crop make. That's the pressure. You know, yeah. And you bad when you owe something and you banking on weather because. We done had droughts, man. Like crops start out good. We think we looking at it, dad is smiling, and she mid-July, man, and burn up. Mm. We didn't get no rain. You know, unless you got irrigation and all that, but you know, all that costs money to get that, you know. Yo. So for what what is your ultimate vision for Spencer Farms? Is that something that's set already, or is it something that is evolving as you go and grow with it? It's an evolved thing. Spencer Farm primarily, man, is I, I just want we want Spencer Farms to be a place that you know, like I said, we do different events. Uh like we're gonna probably continue like our farmers market. Uh starting next year, we're gonna break. I don't know what well, you guys know about trade days that they had in Cold War. Oh yeah. 
we got that on the books in Panola County that we're trying to bring that down there. And so it's primarily, Spencer Farm is primarily an event place where people have, where we had different events. Uh, you know, like I say, uh, starting next year, we're thinking about starting doing uh, second, every first Saturday there where you do like trade days, people come out and buy. And, and it's a great thing for community because we get people to buy and sell. You see, mm-hmm. you come out and, you know, like I have a lot of vendors, man, they make a lot of stuff, but you don't want everybody coming to your house. So you can yep. spend all the week and then you come out to the farm and pretty much sell your, you know, your, sell your items or whatever like that. And so, yeah. you know, want to do trail rides and, you know, different stuff like mm-hmm. that. So basically, Spencer Farm is a community. It's Community-based a, it's an family. You know. Like we was talking about earlier, keeping yeah. the family, you know, it's a family it's a family, family like our like our first one we have and you know i i told fire we put a lot into the kids that was a lot that was the first thing you know mm-hmm. like face pain or rock climbing or bounce house yeah because because most time now we go places to the festival they doing blues and it's just for the adults drinking the blues it's not really geared toward the kids, you know, yeah. somewhere where you can bring you your kids. You can't leave kids at home all nah, the time. No, bring you them out home. Bring your know? kids too, you know. Yep. Yep. You know, bring like pet zoos there, uh, yeah. different stuff, you know, like I said, for kids and stuff. So that's the basis of the farm, but it all started with, you know, my father growing up and everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So See, um, I, I knew you were going to get one of my questions. I had that. Is this the Spencer Farms a new trade? They on there? So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and scratch that one now. Gotta let you know in advance so you can be at home because you know we do love to see y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. We coming back, man. We just got a got a lot going on. We 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 coming though. Yeah, you know, and and I would like to give all my fellow citizens, our fellow citizens, Panola County. Uh, Tate County, uh, mm-hmm. man, Panola County, Tate County, uh, DeSoto, y'all have been the most supportive people right, that I they have, have seen. I mean, I have not. He's been even amazed I've been how amazed the recognition, on, on the recognition that he's got. That it got from that, you know, I have people calling. But it, saying, to know, me, I feel like it come from the respect that he have, you know what I mean? Like the, uh, they, well, they I know am, how he was raised. Well, I am well known. I'm connected. <laughs> well connected and respected. I am connected. <laughs> I, I got connection behind the scene connections on making things happen. So mm-hmm. you gotta have that. Daddy done that though. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, and all jokes out of joke, but you know, I, I, it's just something that you know is on my heart, something we want to do. And I think it's, you know, and I you know, I hope and pray that everything continue to go like it go, you know. I, I want it to be a great thing for not just Panola County, but all surrounding counties, saying. you know. And so, you know, that, and they just kind of scratched one of my questions off. But that's what I was going to ask. Like, what was the what has the response been like? You know, just from oh, it's been it's Man, been amazing. Like, it, and, it, and, I, and I and I and I tell you, it, it's more of a woman because it's not a black thing. Yeah, it's, you don't understand. It's not a black Man, thing. Everybody. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, we proud to be black. But it ain't just all man. I I done had more like all race, everybody like white everybody. everybody. Just like man, we glad you got this here. So glad it's there. Supportive. They have somewhere to go, yeah. something to do. Yeah, I never I, knew until the farmers market how many people want to do something on Saturday. That. I didn't know that. I didn't like know those that. people yeah. was out there. We we started at eight. They there, and they was oh, waiting on there. us. Oh, you get <laughs> to the and they be waiting like, and I was like. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the same people, it may have been the same people. And like sometimes my husband, he he don't see the big picture, you know. That get kind of he get tone of yeah, yeah, he can get that way, but like like I tell him, we can be those same 10 people that come every Saturday, but they coming for a reason. Yeah. And when they start seeing those same 10 people come, 10 more people are gonna come. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 10 more people after that, you know. So I just try to keep him uplifted because I can see where the distraction come from because how he was raised, he's seen things go left when it's going right, and he's like, "Oh shoot, this 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 didn't come." But I, I I seen you know I know this probably you know basic, but I think this is very important. But I seen the bad side, you know. I mean, you got to understand. Like when we used to go down to Clark's, there we used to go to auction sale, and you know, Daddy he just come from it. It didn't bother him, but it bothered him. You know, I I, I we used to go to, like the Yokeland auction sale. And I remember, man, I would get up on the tractor, you know, and the, the auctioneer with the big cowboy head come out and say, hey, boy, get that boy off the tractor. You going to buy that tractor? Mm. So I get off the tractor, and then he'll turn around and put a little white boy in the tractor and say, hey, your dad going to buy this? You know, and me and dad just walk off, you know. We would get ready hey. to go. We would get ready to go off into the place where they eat, and it'd be full, man. And I used to be like, dad, like, you hungry? I said, no, nah, dad, I, I really ain't hungry. He's like, come on. It didn't bother him. We was the only one in there, man. Like, and it'd be a table. I mean, I'm talking about table. They full, and we would go in there and we walk in. It would just get quiet. And so, Dad, you know, go and I'm like, Dad, I'm like, dang, Dad, let's go, man. But he ain't stuck. We go over there and order our food, and we would come sit at the table. And in 15 minutes, we had a whole table to ourselves. Mm. They would be gone, and you know, we sit and ate, and then we get ready to go. They, you know, spit. Like spit, like they spit, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, that's kind of close, but that just how that's how it was. And I, you look, I'm not that old. Like I'm not like on in my 80s. This was going on in the 90s right, and the 80s. Would. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not a little boy, 10. but I'm saying this wasn't in the 30s or the 20s. Yeah. In the in the 90s, like 91, 80s. Yeah. And so that's I seen it. I, I seen it firsthand. You know, I oh. seen it. You know, and my father, you know, it, it just didn't it roll off his back. You know, he didn't it didn't let him stop him, you know. And uh I, like I said, I seen the good, I seen the bad, I seen it, you know, I seen how behind the scenes, you know, they'll strangle you so you can go out, you know. And so uh that's the reason why when people talk to me, I can tell them every aspect of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, so but you know, it's, I'm not saying that now because we have really nice people now. I mean, that's I, we ain't experienced none of that now. But just experience, just giving you a background, you know, yeah. be growing up. You know what I'm saying? That just right. how it was, yeah. you know, and how it could lead to one having their guard up just based on first yeah. what you see in society, but then experiencing it firsthand. Probably another level that come with that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just only thing about my dad, I just never understood how he didn't want to say nothing back. Mm. Yeah, he probably did, but you know, you my dad, it. you know, my dad was he born for us, so he's seen all the days, you know, yeah. So he was accustomed to this, you know. My father's first uh firefighter in Como, he was the first uh black police officer in Como. Um, he bought a brand new four wheel drive truck. He told me brand new four wheel drive truck and everything. And he used to get ready to go out there and they got in their truck and kick rocks trying to bust one of that. 
like they were going on the thing. They used to, when he run out, you know, they had a fire call. They purposely kicked rocks all his one of trying to bust his windows out. And then they even come try to buy the truck. But they told me he ain't had nothing like that. So I mean, I, I mean, I seen all that. Dad, I, you know, I wasn't sugarcoated from anything. I just that's just how you know, just how things were. And and technically, it ain't really it changed now, but it's a lot of pin now behind yeah. the pin. Yeah. Ain't like it. you see what I'm saying? It's a lot of buddy buddy stuff, you know. But you know, so yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I ain't gonna have y'all like this. <laughs> nah, man. It's just uh, Can I hear my guy quiet? Come on, everybody. No, I was about to uh, I was about to comment on that, but I know if I comment on that, we're gonna probably go on another two hours. So I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, I'm just gonna move on. But it, but but uh it, it's interesting though that um like you mentioned that your farm ain't just for black folks, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> To see what you witnessed in the Delta, and and in North Mississippi, and with your dad, how uh, I'm trying to use the right words, how strong your dad was to not allow them to affect you and him when y'all were in public, and to see what you're doing now with the farm and leaving it open to everybody, because you, yeah, see, well, you see the changing people. Well, as a young when I was younger, I, I did keep that. I did. I used to always keep that, and I used to always be like, "Man, ain't no, you know, like." Tell fella, hang that phone up. Hang that phone up, fella. <laughs> nah, that big boy. Whatever. That's my son. You know, like I, 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 used, I used, I used to did keep that though. Like, you know, like I used to always one that was pretty much like, man, you know, me and I always want, you know, I wish more would, you know. And at some point, you got to realize, man, everybody not like this. Yeah. You know, and and and, and I and working this freight like I work on, you may not believe it. Some of my best friends are not black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ones that I can call right now, they're not black. I can call them right now and say, man, I'm on the side of the road. I don't think he's gonna ask me. I'm finna go get my trailer. Mm-hmm. So it ain't it, it, you gotta realize it's not it's not like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everybody not like that. That's the thing. You got some black people worse yeah. than anybody. So you know, you can't just go on it, you know. But I had to I had to channel it down, you know, and kind of be like, man, mm-hmm. that's back then, you know. Give everybody a shot. Yeah, everybody a chance. You know, uh, give everybody a shot. I, I think the only thing I experienced with our farmers market is, uh, I had a people couple not people not thinking that it's his. Yeah, and like they, I, they pull in and won't even acknowledge they me. Somebody, they you think somebody, they think, is this yours? Or, this is. Or they'll ask me like, who who I work for? Yeah. <laughs> he like this. I like who? Like know. who's the guy? Like who yeah. places this? Yeah. Who I need to talk to? Maybe yeah. like you need to talk I'm to like, me. You know. But then yeah. that's when I kick in being that little. You yeah. Know, I'm like, yeah. Me, you know what I'm saying? Come on, me. Yeah, you thought. Yeah, you thought. Yeah, you thought. <laughs> yeah. We paid dues for this, bro. Yeah. We paid a lot yeah. of dues when it in, you know. Yeah, yeah. How the tables turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So look, uh, I guess you know we'll kind of close it out. You know, just uh, just kind of talk about this weekend and uh, you know everything that's uh, that's happening uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it's our first one. Spencer first Farm. annual. First annual. First Farm. annual Spencer Farm. We'll be there from 12 to 6. We'll have the drums and the fights by O the Turner. O the Turner boy. We'll we have got DJ, DJ Mark, Mark the Spot on the ones and twos. We got over, right at, right at, what, about over 20 vendors yeah. already committed. Yeah. To, you know, different vendors, uh, different food trucks. trucks. Uh, 
like I said, different stuff for the we kids. Got the activity for the kids. The, the kids get in free. Yeah. Uh, five dollar admission, free, free parking. parking. You just bring your chairs, bring your you know your cooler, you know, and, and bring it. Y'all bring your lawn chairs so you can sit down there and yeah, enjoy yourself. Bring your lawn chairs, please and, wear uh, your boots. I mean, wear I know boots. you want to wear your sandals now. Don't and be no cute, in there. but <laughs> you know, we suggest you wear some boots. Yeah, so like to the farm because you never know what'll be on the grass, you know. Like, but we have really like the last couple of weeks. Well, him and my son, they've been working on it for like three years, but getting it right. But like we've been walking that thing, we've been you know putting down the you know the ant piles, like we've been really you know it's thorough. But we just want you to be safe. Wear your boots. Like I said, started from twelve to six. And also, I, and also, I would like to give a special shout out to the sheriff, uh, Panola County Sheriff Department, Sheriff uh, Phillips, for uh, basically providing uh, law enforcement at our event. Uh, Miss Faye, Chief of Police in Como, Mississippi, mm-hmm. providing uh, officers there for everybody to be safe. Mm-hmm. So don't y'all come out there and act no fool now, because mm-hmm. you, you look, you're going to jail. That's all I can tell you. You're going, going to jail. jail. I'm pressing full charges, so I always remember that. <laughs> well, don't look at me and be like, well, I'm cooked. You're going to jail. I just say you're going to jail on the back of it. But um, so, you know, we got to do, like I said, man, we're going to have fair food. Yeah, fair food. Uh, like, you know, turkey all the turkey legs. Uh, we got milk doing a whole lot of different stuff, so. You know, like I said, it's our first one. So for everybody to realize, you know, it's the first, but it's not the last. It's going to be our first annual. So we plan on doing it in the second doing week. every year. Yeah, second week of October. So kind of give us a little, you know, like we, we learning as we go, you know. And yeah. so. But it's been uh, fun. It's been fun. And so, like I said, uh, I, we would personally, uh, from Spencer Farm, would like to thank all three of you guys from. Sticks and stone, man. Y'all didn't have to do that. We appreciate that. Thank you all so much for reaching out to us. Thank you so much for the publicity. We appreciate you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. One, look, one, one other question, too, while we got you. I know we see it on Facebook, like the Fall Festival and all that. So outside of social media, like how can people find out about Spencer Farms outside of Facebook and, and word of mouth? We pretty much just have flyers everywhere, man, and just pretty mm-hmm. much trying to promote and, uh, uh, we've been really like manually putting it out here. We've been really like on our feet. Yeah, it's it on ground. We've been hitting gas like stations. <laughs> like we've been really doing like that old school like promotion, you yeah. know. Uh word of mouth have really done it, you know. Uh the people on Facebook, man. Shout out to everybody on Facebook that even thought about sharing it, hitting the like button, the love button. Yeah, like we really we don't take that for granted. I know my husband don't. We 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 really do appreciate that. Like, yeah, because yeah. like I said, even you guys didn't even have to reach out like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really nice, man. I oh, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And so and, and we, we, we're gonna bring y'all back on whenever y'all um get ready to do. Maybe not this year, but another year when y'all do the Christmas lights, like they do. Yeah. When y'all do yeah. the hundred the house on the farm. Well, like we was this. trying to do that this year, but. Like I said, things get hectic for my husband. And well, we got to next year. Next year. Well, this year we because we worked so hard and we didn't get a vacation. I wanted like to do, we wanted. 
I want to do fireworks at the farm for Christmas, like but he's gonna rest so after I the fourteen. I had everything situated. Yeah, she shut. I shut time. that down. Do it next year, man. We'll do it next year. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do that. But to everybody, also, Who finds a wife finds a good thing, my guy. And so also, <laughs> but also, I want everybody to know we're gonna have an event calendar for next year. Yeah. So we're gonna have different events at the farm. Uh, we're gonna be able to have. Uh, uh family reunions gonna be able to be at the farm church picnics will be at the farm uh we're gonna try to like i said we got different events for next year set up so we're gonna have an event calendar probably in january that pretty much everybody can follow the different events that we're gonna have mm -hmm. so um the fall festival is just the end of the year basically festival mm -hmm. so uh next year you know hey gotcha. pray we pray we get a chance to see you guys again on another uh festival that we doing you know that we would love to be on you all podcast again because i think oh gosh, boy did i Look, talking 12 30. I'm like, look, I'm looking at my phone. God damn, I gotta go to work in the morning. <laughs> I saw you young one time. So, uh, we gotta get him out of here. Hey, see, look, since you like it so much, we're gonna we're gonna bring you back as a special guest host or something. Man, I, I appreciate it. Oh, oh, please oh, well, don't. He's gonna have y'all. Thank you. No. Well, thank you. Hey. Thank you. No. Thank you. Before, before you go, yeah, like, I, I want to say shout out to Big Boy. Shout out to Big Boy who won't be. In I see him in the back. Y'all don't know, but I see him in the back. And when you said, uh, when you said we've been working on this by podcast because he talked just like a daddy. Hey, you said we've been we've been working on this by three weeks, but but him and my son by three years, he was in the back, like, yeah. I just want to shout him out. Hey, putting that work in. We've been we've been working for real. Jeremy really been putting the work in. He 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 eight years old. His dad has done told him how to ride that tractor, how to pump that pump sprayer. He can do everything. He, look, 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 look. He's dirty. He gets dirty with his daddy. So I, I commend my husband for that because I love that's what we want. We want these boys to be like that, to be like you guys, you know, and like my husband. It's not many people like that, you know, yeah. that's gonna be able to be something in life. <laughs> Yep. And, you yeah, you know, it's starting with y'all. Y'all good dad is doing it for the for the kids. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Well, look, if nothing else, we're going to close it out. Man, like I said, feel free. Let us know anything else y'all got going on, anything we can promote. You know, feel free to send it to us or, you know, mm -hmm. we need to bring y'all back on. Hey, yep. let us know. Yes, October 14th, 12 to 6. Doors will be open, the gates will be open. We'll be 12, ready. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. We're gonna we're have, all have a good time. Drone to band. dance. Yep. Yes, sir. Shop. Uh, yep. Farm. We got all different different vendors. It's not just food vendors. We got vendors that can they come. They do some of everything. Yeah, people selling so, yeah, like food yeah. trucks and music and you know. So we we plan on having the you know a, a Make sure great you know. Mm -hmm. So we show appreciate. Hey, hey, what's the address? 29062 Highway 51 North, Coleman, Mississippi. Once again, 29062 <laughs> Highway 51 North, Como, Mississippi. <laughs> Como, Mississippi. <laughs>
That lad took me out. What? Yeah, eight. I can't think what one it is, but hey, man. Homo. <laughs> one nine. One nine. Yeah. But thank you guys, though, man. We sure appreciate y'all. Yes, hey, we appreciate we y'all too. That's been uh Sticks and Stones episode 37 with the Spencer family, Spencer Farms, and we out in due season. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>